Hello and welcome to the Double Take Podcast with your hosts, Kirk and Kevin Weber. This is the show for fans of APA gaming and sports. On this episode, we discuss APA Golf and the TGA Tour Championship. Feedback from our conversation with APA CEO, John Herson. And we interview APA card seller, Jeff Emerson of Team Sets for You. Please join us now on Double Take, an APA gaming podcast. Well, welcome to episode 28 of Double Take. This is Kirk Weber with my brother, Kevin Weber, and we thank you for joining us, and we hope that you're all safe and healthy out there. And we have another episode of APA Gaming Talk, um, and we're trying to delve into things beyond just our deep interest in baseball. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into a few of those, and uh, we have an interview lined up in this episode, like we mentioned in the intro. Um, with a guy named Jeff Emerson that I think uh, any APA fan may find interesting, especially if you're in the baseball and a little bit of football. So we'll get into that. But how things been going for you, Kevin? Um, uh, you've uh, been kind of delving into a few other APA-related things. Um, why don't you tell everybody about that? Yeah, well, you know, my birthday's coming up, so for my birthday I'll be getting the... Uh, Mine too. The, I, my, yeah, my what do you know? Yeah, Sunday, you know. Yeah, yeah. mine too. Oh, no Wednesday, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every year it seems to work out that way. <laughs> yeah. So I know that you ordered the basic football game, uh, and we'll both be getting into that in the next few weeks once we figure it out, I guess. Right. But I also ordered the um, golf game. Now I haven't gotten it yet because it's not my birthday. So I've been doing a bunch of research. It's um, in your house, you though. Know, like it is in my up. house. Yes, I, I did check the package because I ordered it to make sure all the stuff came. So it all looks good. And I ordered the basic game, and it comes with the 2019 President's Cup um, cards. And I also ordered the Men's All-Time Greats, um, which is like 144 players. So you got wow. all the great seasons, like seasons from the 1800s up to, you know, here in the 2000s. So um, I kind of looked at the the TGA, the Tabletop Golf Association, which is the our national APA Golf League um, that's mm-hmm. been going since 2014. And um, they have a Facebook page, and I was doing some research on there, figuring out some things, and it just concluded their season because their season starts in January and ends in May. So it kind of worked out that way, and um, wrote up a little article on the on the Apple blog about it, and and I'm hoping that I was fairly accurate in, in different things, because basically through Apple Golf, you know, you try to be a caddy, you know, and you're trying mm-hmm. to guide your golfer, Jack Nicklaus or Tiger Woods or Fuzzy Zeller or whoever the heck you want to play with, Ben Hogan or somebody, mm-hmm. to um, a good round or a championship if you're playing a tournament or whatever it might be. And they have different courses. They have 22 different courses available. Uh, they pick uh, six courses. Um, they have you know six tournaments for the TGA Tour. Uh, they always pick Magnolia, which is Augusta for their Masters. Um, I think they frequently pick uh, St. Andrews, uh, which is birthplace in Napa. They can't use the real names. And then they mm-hmm. pick like four other ones as well. So now the one that comes with the game, if you bought it right now, like you did, is the one in Minnesota. Is that correct? Yes, that is like 
uh, gopher links or something they call it like that. And mm-hmm. I, for, I think it's, um, I forget the real name of the course. I'm sorry mm-hmm. if you're from Minnesota, but I don't remember. It used to come with DC Metro. And so like they used that as one of the courses for the tournament because a lot of guys have that when they bought the game a few years ago. Um, but I don't have that. And the thing that's funny, I was looking on the on the um, Apple Yahoo store today. They don't sell the DC Metro. So I'm a little concerned if I ever were to join the league and they want to use DC Metro, I, I can't I can't get it. I guess I wouldn't be able to play in that tournament or something. I don't know. Hmm. That seems a little crazy. They have 22 other ones. Like you could buy the, the Gopher one, you know, the Minnesota one. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, you know, you, you right now you can't get it. Maybe they maybe they're out of stock of it. Maybe they're gonna bring it back. Actually, I was thinking about sending a a message to the um, to the game company and seeing you know what the status of that is. Right. But we'll see. Yeah. So uh, I know Metro that, DC uh, is congress- congressional. That's the the course mm, there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I don't know if there's a secondary market for those or not. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, uh, I looked it, this on is eBay all new. and stuff, yeah. and and I didn't uh, I didn't see it available anywhere. Uh, Gopher Lakes, that's what they call the one that comes with it now, and that's the Hazelton National Course in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I've got my little list here that because through my research, I'm trying to figure out the actual names of the different uh, courses. And you know, with some uh, birthday funds I might get from from people, I plan to try to buy some courses. But they pick the courses usually by the end of May. Um, for the the next season, if you were to do it, and I don't know for sure if I'm going to do it or not. I mean, I got to figure out the game first when I, when I do it. But if I were going to buy some courses, I'd, I'd want to try to buy the ones they might use, right? I mean, I'm definitely going to buy Birthplace, you know, St. Right. Andrews and and um, and Magnolia, which is Augusta. I mean, for sure, I'm buying those, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll have to see. You yeah. know, it's interesting, yeah, and. Uh, there, there are lots of uh, baseball APA tournaments um, that have been going on for years around the country. You can do uh, the face-to-face ones like we've done. Uh, there's online ones like we talked about with uh, Tony Stevens in our last episode. Um, you know, APA Go sort of things and all sorts of ways you can do that. Tournaments are part of how you play APA baseball. Um, you know, you got replays, you got leagues, you got tournaments, basically, you know, um, and mm-hmm. some solitary stuff you might do and just some recreational fun. Right. But um, the other you don't really hear about, you know, face to face Apple football tournaments. I'm sure you could do it or hockey yep. or soccer. I'm sure you could do those. Um, but the golf is an interesting animal in the Apple gaming yeah. world because you can be in a tournament and they like you were saying, basically run this TGA through a Facebook group uh, yeah. quite effectively. And yes. you yeah. play, and there's some honor code, but there's always some sort of honor code, even if you're in a baseball league or something, right? And you play the cor- play the course. Uh, they do it like a real golf tournament, so you're playing basically four days. And you report Well, you play two days. They, they basically, um, the cut days, you know, usually it's a four-day, but it's like everybody made the cut. So you play oh. like Saturday, Sunday, basically. So, and yeah. it's about an hour, you think, about if you get pretty they efficient? They say um, an hour to an hour and a half if you're pretty good at playing the game. I mean, and you have a choice of, of uh, having one or two players. So if you play two players, obviously it's going to take you a little bit longer. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sure you could get good at doing it. You know, like any of the app of games, right? Once you start memorizing certain things and kind of knowing how to do certain things, it's going to go a little quicker for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's fascinating. And um, at, you and I are trying our best to open up to things beyond just app of baseball. Uh, we've gotten into the BBW aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the golf and the football we're jumping into. I don't know where hockey and soccer will ever fit in. Um, but we'll, we'll we, give it a go at some we'll, point, I yeah. guess, and see what we can find out. But yeah. And, we'll and for people out there that are, that, you know, we can talk to or interview or whatever, we're looking for people that do other Epic gaming things. And I know that some of us all have, like I, if I was listening to our podcast right now and I'm an app of baseball guy, I'd be like, well, I'm kind of interested in, you know, this golf thing a little bit, just to hear how that works, you know, and the cards. And mm-hmm. I, and you, you had like the Nicholas card on the Apple blog with your write up. Yeah, and, and it's the championship, and it's interesting year. to yep. look at those. I know when I would come across ads in publications for Apple, and it would be football or basketball or something, and I see a card, I'm always like, huh, that guy's gonna hit into a lot of double plays or something. Um, and it's always kind of interesting to kind of see how that looks. So I hope that, um, we don't turn people off, but maybe turn people into kind of an open-minded idea. Um, this is Double Take and Appa Gaming Podcast. So that's kind of what we're trying to do our best with. And as a matter of fact, that last episode that, um, John Aslan had on This Week in Appa is into, you know, basically Appa football. And, um, and it's great and it's great stuff. And, you know, you were telling me before I listened back on it, um, about how, yeah, I mean, you've never even played Apple football yet, but you found it pretty interesting, right? So you don't have to necessarily be an expert on something to kind of go into that, but that's kind of our niche here, you know? Um, so when, um, John has had some of the Apple golf, um, you know, players and, and commissioner and stuff on his show in the past before he switched over to anchor you know back in the U stream days and i listened mm-hmm. to those episodes and um i thought they're very interesting actually that's when i started to get interested in this uh apple golf i've always thought well i might want to try that sometime and then you know i decided well you know you got to get the game and figure it out so mm-hmm. i think that whole concept it, it's a different thing than the other sports because you know it's like an individual card kind of thing and it's mm-hmm. more about the courses, you know, and mm-hmm. how the course is going to play um, rather than, you know, how your player will play in a course. But, you know, it's, it's cool that they're based on real courses and, and what you could do. It's just a different mindset, I guess, you know, yeah. for, for the type of game, you know. But and it's I, still Apple. It's got that I liked for it, you know? that comment that Bob Gale put on the Apple uh, blog with um, about how, I mean, you know, pretty much some games and golf would be a good example of one, uh, in the app community. don't really get a lot of talk or, you know, love. No. Um, and you know, if you look back, I mean, there have been non-baseball related things on the app blog and, 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 but we're baseball guys, you know, and, and Tom's a baseball yeah. guy and, and most of the people mm-hmm. that are really deep and are into it that driven. Way. App is driven by baseball and always has been. I mean, it's the number one seller. It's the thing that keeps this company afloat. It's kind of like a college, a big time college football team. Um, They're the ones that drive the university sports revenue, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. basketball too, but you know, um, that's what keeps it going. They, they, they make it so that people can play soccer (laughs) 
and yeah. tennis and right. everything else. You know? So baseball is always going to be a main focus for us. Don't, don't ever think that we won't be heavy into that. But we hope to learn and talk to uh, front to people about these other games and appreciate them and enjoy them because they are well-crafted games as well. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing, though, speaking of that, um, we had a lot of good feedback from uh, our John Herson interview in our last episode, and it's our most listened to episode, as you might guess, because it's the CEO of APA and stuff. And so that was great. And um, we hope to talk to him again someday. Uh, good conversations from people. One thing that did stick out was um, people really believe that a basketball game might be worth the investment from the company. And mm-hmm. as we've given it more consideration and read some feedback on social media and blog posts and stuff like that, we we tend to agree with that. I think that if there was any other sport that could help uh, keep the company profitable besides baseball, it is basketball uh, mm-hmm. with its ability to generate past seasons in both professional and college ball and uh, overseas basketball. Um, I think it could draw in a younger crowd and be a gateway into maybe some of the other products. I, I hope that someday they look at um, putting together an app of basketball game. I would well, try it I, out. I think I bet you they they have looked at it. It's just some. Oh yeah, they've they looked at to, it to make that. You know, it's a gamble. It's a business gamble to um, you know put the the two years like they say into developing the game and. And making it uh, playable because it has to be a game that's um, an hour or less kind of game. It can't mm-hmm. be the quagmire that the old basketball game was. There's no way. But you know, the app has proven that they can the the fast pl- paced, uh, you know, lots of change, you know, a possession kind of games like soccer and hockey that they can produce good games. Those games can get great reviews and people that play them really love them, um, right. which we love by the way. Like Kirk said, to have somebody that really is big into soccer or hockey get in contact with us so we could talk to you about what makes those games great because we're very curious about that you know mm-hmm. or if you know somebody give us a name and you know, some sort of info and we will reach out i mean we did that with our interview on this episode with jeff emerson and he's probably like what are these dorks doing why are they why do they want to talk to me you know it's like well <laughs> Here we are, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. So we we will try to do that, and we're not trying to freak anybody out. But yeah, we we're trying to be open minded as much as possible and learn from that this experience. I've kind of discovered with any of these games, you know, and I'm sure it's the same thing. Like if you get the Pele card in soccer, or you get a Gretzky card or or a Gordy Howe card in hockey, and same thing like you know Tiger Woods card, you know. Uh, and 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 golf, all Appa cards and all the games tell a story. I mean, that is the beautiful thing about Appa, as we've always said. We know the baseball cards do. I mean, we see that all the time. That's why we write about it on the Appa blog. But every card does. It tells like a story of that particular year. It's right there, which is one of the coolest things about the whole Appa game company, for sure. Right. I mean, you you. I mean, if you're an NBA fan and a Chicago Bulls fan, you wouldn't want to play with the 1995-96 Michael Jordan when he averaged like 30 points a game and won his like eighth scoring title or something. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you would like that, you know, or 
whatever you're a Los Angeles Laker fan and you wouldn't want to play with a certain Magic Johnson card or maybe his rookie card, you know, and yeah. recreate the um, the series when, you know, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went down and he had to play center, you know, and so, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't want to do that. Um, yeah. You know, it's, uh, I think it, it could be something else. Would you want to see if, if Wilt the Stilt in 62 could score 100 points and try to recreate that game? You know, yeah. I mean, you know, they all tell a story. I mean, I wonder what kind of card that would look like for it. I don't know what an Apple basketball card really looks like that well, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it tells a story for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's um, that's one thing that kind of came up. Uh, the other thing he mentioned in the last episode was World Series sets that were dropping, coming out, and the ones, the newest ones that were introduced for purchase, and that's just the two teams in a World Series, is the 1910, 1928, 1937, 1990, and 2005. Now, I know it is your goal to have every World Series matchup. So how did those those work out for you? Well, the 2005, the White Sox sweeping the Astros. I've got both those teams, so obviously I'm not particularly interested there. Um, 1937 Yankees beating the Giants in five games. I've got the 37 Yankees. I don't have the Giants. That's mildly interested. I'm always interested more in a series set that comes out where I don't have either team. So 1910, the A's, Philadelphia A's beating the Cubs in five games. That's kind of interesting. I don't know a lot about the 1910 season, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. I'd have to really look at that. That might be interesting. 1928, Yankees sweeping the Cardinals. Okay, you know that Yankee team is going to be very similar. I don't have either one of those, so I'm interested in that one. I'm probably most interested, though, in the 1990, the Reds sweeping Oakland. And I wonder, man, if you replayed that, I, I find it hard to believe that the Reds would be able to sweep them again. Because, I mean, I remember watching that series, and the Reds were just red hot. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, and they the, were. And Oakland was probably a better team man and they really mm-hmm. were i mean they came in over confident and everything and i was glad the reds won i was rooting for them that year but man i think if you replay that i think it go six or seven games either yeah. way yeah you know I think that so was, i think that's uh, the most interesting one so if i order some of my golf courses sometime i, I think the, the 90 reds oakland one would be one i don't have a lot of 90s teams Otherwise, or even a lot of 90s uh, World Series teams. It seems like it's 80s on back. And, of course, the newer sets that I've gotten. So that and then probably 1910 are probably the two. You know, the thing is, like, you know, those that Yankee team, I feel like I'm just getting the the A-minus version of the 27 Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, I'd like sure. to get it, but I might wait on it. So if I get I, to, it'd probably be 1910, 1990. Those are the two I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah. And I think that there's also attempts from the company to, like, and John kind of alluded to it in the last episode, where they, when they make decisions, I asked him about how you make decisions. Well, if there's one team left from a certain decade or one season left from a certain decade that they can do on a, you know, like a reprint or a a new version or carding everybody or, like, if they can fill out a certain area for, um, you know, World Series teams in a decade, then they're going to do those ones, I think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, you know, and that's fine. I mean, if you get to it eventually, um, yeah. I mean, and really, uh, I, I mean, was, that's, um, that's about it, though. 
Yeah, I was really hoping that one of the teams would be the 1970 World Series. I know you recently, like, off of eBay or whatever, bought the 70 Reds. But I'd love to have the the 70 Orioles and the 70 Reds, you know, a newer version of that. I, I, th- those are both very good teams. Uh, potential teams. I like to get potential teams that you might choose for a tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I'm sure eventually that, that'll be out there. You know, like you said, he's going to get them all. So they'll eventually be there. I think that's a really good move by the company to go that route. You know? And then the other thing um, we've been doing, and we'll just mention this and then we'll go to a, a quick break and uh, have our interview with Jeff Emerson, um, but uh, is, um, you know, we Apple 101. And it's turned into kind of a couple different kind of avenues for us. Um one, there's some stuff that Tom's been doing a really good job on, nail shopping on the Apple blog with, um, you know, kind of things on hit and run and stuff like that. And Kevin and I um, kind of took the Apple 101 kind of theme and looked at card analysis. And we've done two uh, videos that we've <clears throat> posted on YouTube. We have a YouTube page. Um you know, we, we are getting more subscribers, you know, and um, it's all very, very niche related and APA stuff, but it's been well received. You know, we, mm-hmm. we compared, um, we looked at Johnny Bench from a single to a double column card. His 1970 um, card. Yeah. His, you know, really good 1970. And then in this last one, uh, we had a comment and uh, rode with that theme on a dead ball era card to kind of more of a modern, you know, later 20th century card. So we looked at Sam Crawford and Dave Kingman. Um, And that's been, you know, good comments. It's really kind of fun. And we get some new ideas uh, that get posted. It's not like these. Yeah, we got a a brilliant idea from a viewer about um, comparing the the three um, cards in the 1976 American League batting championship race um which would be hal mccray and george brett and rod carew that you know 333 332 331 and like who maybe would be the you know have the best chance like in a replay to be able to to produce their average mm-hmm. um so yeah we're looking at doing that i think that'd be fun i mean mm-hmm. they're fun to do that's the right and it's too. really cool when you can get a comment from a guy from nova scotia uh Ger- yeah. gerard pastorius um gave us a comment and suggestion on that and it's like oh yeah that's a good idea there was another one that was on the page from a guy named matt mcclellan who was like maybe you could do some uh one on comparing the triple crown cards of yastrzemski and cabrera which is a great idea great idea yeah all right you know the other thing that uh, another idea that i had that i'd like to do at some point is when we talk about monster cards, you know, people have multiple ones. My my one I floated to Kevin was Babe Ruth uh, had a lot of monster cards, but it's like, what was his best card ever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that we've seen that debated on Facebook yeah. stuff. I put um, out a little post on that a, a month or so ago on Facebook, and it, it got quite a bit of uh, traction there. So I think that that would be an interesting But we would just give our opinion yep. on that. And, yeah. um, it, so it's kind of fun. The other and thing that we'll we'll get to eventually thing. is other sports. You yeah, know? exactly. I mean, we'll, we're not going to be experts, though. 
<laughs> you yeah, know, we're going like, to look at a you know, golf cart or a football cart. That's card. right. We'll look at a golf cart and say, hey, this is what this is up with a golf cart or a football cart. Um, it would be great if we'd have a, a guest for soccer or hockey that could show us some stuff there. We could zoom them in there and, and do something with it because we do that mm-hmm. on Zoom. But um, we've also on, on our the DT podcast YouTube channel, um, you know, I've done some of our BBW um, replays. We're currently trying to replay the 1967 World Series. What if if Tony Canigliaro had not in, not right. gotten hurt and was playing in that series? So um, we're through uh, three games there. So those are on right. there as well. But uh, yeah, DT podcast. If you search on YouTube, that um, is um, yeah what we got. We also have a link in the show notes um, as well, so you can click on that. We don't have a unique. Um, name on YouTube, you need to be al- around there for. A- We've only b- had that thing for about a month right now, and uh, it's a bunch of letters and numbers, you know, that don't really do anything. But, um, but yeah, so you know, feel free to check that out. I mean, we're not making money off that, but we're just kind of doing different things and and getting lots we're of great We're not making feedback. money off of anything here. <laughs> yeah, no, we are. <laughs> we just not. do this because we like it. We don't make any money doing it. I hope people realize right. that. <laughs> right. But we enjoy it, and it's fun. Um, yes, and it exactly. Keeps, keeps your brain going, you know? Uh, keeps you thinking. So um, please stay with us uh, right after we get this quick break. Um, we'll come back with an interview with Jeff Emerson of Team Sets for You. Uh, which is a .com and also on eBay and Amazon. Um, we'll, we'll give a quick explanation of him when we come back. And I think if you aren't familiar with this, you're going you're, you're gonna to be like, wow, I had no idea. So, um, And if you are, even if you know who he is, um, you're, hopefully we'll get some new information. So stay yes, with us and we'll, we'll, be, will. we'll be right back. Okay, joining us today is Jeff Emerson, the owner of the online business Team Sets for You, uh, which can be found online on TeamSetsForYou.com, eBay, and Amazon. Uh, the online store sells uh, cards, as uh, trading cards, as well as app of baseball and some football cards uh, that are organized as Team Sets, hence the name. Uh, for example, if you're looking, if you're looking for like a 2017 Topps Washington Nationals team set, you know it's five dollars fifty cents on the on the site. Or if you're in the market for an Apple 1969 Pittsburgh Pirates with the XBs, then it'll cost you eight dollars. So Kevin and I both um, purchased teams from Jeff's business in the past, and it it comes in very handy for obtaining like a tournament team. Uh, and when you search online, we can find um, we can't find anything any bigger than this team sets for you for the secondary app card market. So we thought it would be uh, great to bring Jeff on the podcast and ask him about what he does. So welcome, Jeff. Thank you. So uh, first, Jeff, uh, could you just give us a little little origin? When and why did you get started with your Team Says For You business? Uh, I grew up with cards all my life. Started collecting as a kid. Um, about high school, started doing card shows as a dealer and did it for a few years and then kind of got away from it a little while when you start getting wife and kid 
I kind of wanted to get back into it, but didn't want to be a dealer just like everybody else. And uh, that was pretty much at the start of eBay. And I uh, was at a card shop and found a set that was undervalued, in my opinion, and thought I'd see if I could make any money selling it and thought I'd sell off it off. Instead of just selling the top couple cards and not knowing what to do with the rest, I thought I'd just group it all by team and see how that went. Hmm. It kind of went okay. I, my intention was to make it a hobby and do it with high-end sets and more rare sets. But after I'd done that for a while, I had a bunch of cards and it's like, well, right, let's see if these sell. And, um, little OCD kicks in and uh, kind of want to have everything now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then so like I think it's unique how you um, package them as teams, whether it's a, a tops trading card or something or sometimes with these APA cards, which we'll ask you about in a second. But did it first start off with uh, just like trading cards, like kind of with, the you know, your typical, um, you know, cardboard? That sort of thing. Um, yeah, it or... was baseball. It was no, it originated as baseball cards, um, and was that from the beginning for quite some time. And then I kind of got them all, or got as many as I could get a hold of. And uh, I bought a collection that had other sports in it, so I branched into that. Uh, bought a collection that had some of the Apple cards and some Stratomatic cards, and I was mm. like, I don't know what I'm going to do with those. And I'm like, well, why not sell those by team as well? I don't. Yeah. 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 Now, about how long ago did you um, did you acquire some of those Apple cards? It seems like it's been at least a few years, right? Or uh, the original Apple cards, uh, the collection that I bought that I first got them in was fifteen years ago, probably. Mm. Um, mm. It was the uh, mid '90s cards, some mm-hmm. of the '80s and '90s team uh, set. I'd bought in the full sets, and I'm like, okay, I could do this, and. Uh, there had been kind of a spike over the last couple of years. I bought a couple large collections over the last uh, about a year ago. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, so really you kind of search. You kind of search for those, huh? Yeah, you kind of continue to search for those because they seem to sell for you. So you you're on the lookout for uh, Apicard sets to replenish your um, your inventory. Kind of is that kind of what you do? Um, yeah, um, I'm always buying sets anything that I think that I don't have enough of or I think I can make money on or mm-hmm. um, think I could move. The app of stuff is uh, I don't quite have a handle on exactly the market mm-hmm. Yeah, very well. I, Cause I, to have a large collection, like I said, it's only been the last year, but it seems to be going okay. Now, how do you store all that stuff? Do you have a lot of uh, space or, I'm just curious with all your cards and stuff. Now, I mean, I, you don't have to say this or not. I, I know you do this business, but is this your primary kind of uh, thing that you do, or do you are you doing this in addition to a, another job? Uh, this has been my only source of income for the last 12 years. Oh, wow. wow. So you're doing well with that then. That's very, that's cool. Uh, I just well, didn't know. Yeah, basically, yeah. it became a requirement. I got laid off in a 2008 depression from construction. Oh, mm. And... Uh, it was just like, well, let's see if I can make some money until I find another job, and I was able to make it pay the bills. So, wow, that's good. That, well, you must be good at doing it too. <laughs> yeah. So, do you, is it just an online presence, or do you have a brick and mortar store as well? No, just the online. I do everything off. Uh, I have my own website, eBay, and Amazon. 
Right. Okay. We saw those. Yeah, those are your three main ones. And, um, you know, when we look at those and what Kevin and I have talked about, you know, in the past is how Kevin, you know, sold quite a bit of things on, you know, eBay just as a personal thing, not as a business like you do. But, you know, when you put together um, something to sell, you know, you want to have photos and make it look presentable. That really helps with selling things. And all of your stuff normally... Um, you can see a couple images of, uh, the, you know, the cards that are in that particular team. Um, that, that must take you time to do that. Is that kind of a, a time consuming process? Um, yeah, it's not the best business in the world because of your time and <laughs> the time just to sort the cards and, to checklist them and get images and everything. But it's kind of the way I want to do my business. It's yeah. I put a couple pictures up there and show you exactly what the cards look like. I, all the descriptions have checklists. Most of the time of the cards, the APA cards don't so much. Sometimes I can include a roster if I have them, but mm-hmm. I don't have all that information available at all times. I saw that you, you had a developed. Couple... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kessa. You probably developed a bit of a method for um, cutting down on your time, I'm sure, you know, for how you do it. So. Um, I saw that uh, you have mostly have, you know, as far as APA product, APA baseball, but there were a few um, football that were on there. And I see that you must um, be able to kind of look at some of the rosters because I thought there was like the 1972 Dolphins, but no Larry Zonka or something like that or or that sort of thing. So that that's always very helpful, too, I think, for people that are uh, looking at your product. You, you seem to do a good job with that. Well, I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm not trying to rip anybody off. I want to tell you what I'm offering and what, so you know exactly what you're getting. I, uh, the base, the regular sports cards, I keep checklists of the cards included in the descriptions of all my listings. So you mm-hmm. know exactly what cards to expect. The Apple cards are a little harder to do. And I just, I can't type it in. I can't cut and paste it from other sources like I can other ones. What I've taken to doing is if I can find the roster, I'll scan the roster and then I'll uh, scan a couple images of the team and then put a copy of the roster for that team cut and pasted into the photo so you can see the cards to be expected. You're right. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, I I think I normally, I, I kind of go back and forth when I look at what you have for product um, between the .com website and more, mostly eBay. I do see things that are also on Amazon. Do they all coordinate? Like, are they always the same? Just out of curiosity, like if I'm see it in one place, it's pretty much you know, updated the same way. Uh, I, yeah, the software I use, uh, GelTech.com, is very good. Uh, it allows me to create an inventory in one space and also send it to eBay, Amazon, and my website. Mm. Nice. And nice. when it sells off one venue it takes it off the other right. venues. So you don't, cause uh, I was thinking, yeah, that would be rough if you had to go and delete it from the other ones. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. and on software, eBay, software you don't want to sell it twice. Yeah. yeah. You don't want but, somebody uh, buying something on eBay that you already, that you don't have. It's a big mess. So mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Um, I do charge a little bit more um, on eBay and Amazon because of the fees involved. Mm, My website yeah. has minimal fees eBay charges me a lot of money to be on there, and Amazon charges me a lot of money when I sell things. Mm. Mm, you I also see. have done, um, and I don't know like if you've kind of uh, developed this over the years, when you buy more than one 
product, you get a little bit, you pay a little, you don't have to pay the same shipping on each item, right? Don't you normally do something like, like if you bought combined two, shipping, combined shipping? Yeah. Uh, the shipping rates I have, I have $4 for the first item and 50 cents for each additional item. Right. It's pretty much, I think it caps out at $20 or something, which is a large flat rate priority box for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, mm-hmm. If you're going to order more than that, I'll pick up the shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I meant actually on my website, I actually offer free shipping over $150 anyway. So. Oh, mm-hmm. very nice. I always thought the shipping was very fair. Um, and I know like when I, I was, you know, I think I bought like the 1970 Cincinnati Reds from you and we, I had, I threw in another team just cause I was like, it's another 50 cents or whatever, you know, I mean, that's that, you know, you may as well do that. So that's a good incentive, um, as well. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I know we've been talking a lot about the app of products, but do you, uh, mostly sell like it, your, is your main revenue coming in, uh, kind of the, the trading cards, not, it, I imagine it's not really the app of stuff. Um, well, in the last year, the app of stuff has been very well because, um, I, I basically bought, I bought like 65 sets new in the last mm. year. So mm. since I have them all up, they go pretty good. But my main, uh, selling is the baseball cards. Wow. Okay. And out of that yeah. is the traditional top sets are the yeah. items that sell the best and the most. You know, and a lot of our listeners are just big sports fans, so they, you know, like Kevin and I, we like baseball cards too, and we buy different ones and stuff. So that's, um, I think people should check out your site if they've never heard of it. And a few of our friends who have been into the hobby of APA for decades uh, were just becoming aware that you could get these individual teams, you know, off of your website. And we're like, yeah, this is a great place to go. Now, do you um, get some of those? You like do um, when you are acquiring some of these APA kind of uh, the stock. There is it sometimes from like an estate sale and things like that, or is, do people contact you? Or just I'm just kind of trying to under, just see where you're getting some of those. Um, or is that a trade secret? <laughs> for the no, I, it's not a secret. Uh, I buy off eBay. Um, I go on buying trips with a friend of mine at Scottsdale Cards occasionally, um, mm-hmm. and we buy cards. Um, oh. Sometimes these collections will go in. He's not into the Apple cards or the Stratomatics, so I, he's willing to allow me to buy those. And if they happen to come in, or you know, we meet people when we do these. Um, I buy on eBay. Sometimes you know, I get a lot of people that'll want to. Hey, look, I got a bunch of team sets. Do you want to buy them? Mm-hmm. I'll listen to anything. Because so, we'll we'll end up posting this to a couple of different Facebook groups and stuff. And some people will be on those who are trying to sell cards and stuff like that. Um, you know, do if people contact you with some sort of deal, do you try to negotiate with them a little and see if there's anything that's worth your while? Or, or is that something that you just kind of want to do more on your own accord? No, I, anybody, I mean, I have people contact me out of the blue and want to sell me things, and I'm a little weary about that. I have conditions on how yeah. I do business if mm-hmm. we're doing this um, across the country, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, more something like that, if it's a small item or something like that, it's a small purchase, I'll have you mail it to me first, and I'll pay you when I get it. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't comfortable with that. I go, well, I'm right. not comfortable sending you money. If it's mm-hmm. a large purchase, um, you know, you send me a portion, a small portion of it, I'll send you some money. You send some more of it, I'll send you some more money, and we can do it in pieces. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how, uh, that's actually how a lot of my larger, uh, purchases have gone from people that I don't know is, you know, send me, send yeah. me something to start with. Right. Yeah. And work, I think we'll work, that... we'll work out a price as like, well, as long as the condition is what you said and everything that you said there is there, mm-hmm. I'll pay you. And then we send more and more. And so, yep. Because you kind of, by having a repository of many things, some people who are, because some people will, it could be like their husband dies. He has a, had a whole bunch of APA baseball cards. She wants to sell them, but trying to do them piecemeal all around can be quite a bit where you could be like, hey, I can list all these, break them down into teams. And, um, you know, you can get probably as much or more for what you have, and then you can use it for your business. So maybe that, maybe that'll, um, if people become aware of that, that would be helpful. Kevin, you, you I think you had a question a second ago. Yeah, I you're based you out of Arizona, right? Is that uh, yeah? Now you do you still sell some of the Stratomatic? What seems to sell better, the Stratomatic or the Apple? Apples and oranges, considering I think I have about yeah. fifteen uh, to twenty Stratomatic sets, and I have maybe eighty, ninety different okay. Apple sets. So, and I have more in stock. So, okay. um, yeah. It's easier to acquire, yeah. Because I've gone out and looked for, you know, every now and again I go out and actually look for stuff on the internet and on eBay and stuff like that. There's not a ton of Stratomatic sets for sale on eBay. Mm. Yeah. There has a tendency to be from time to time people selling the Apple sets. Yeah, that's true. So as far as card collecting, do you still collect yourself? Do you got like a a PC going or something for yourself? Um. (laughs) My personal collection is turned to uh, bourbon. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like bourbon too. Bourbon's good. <laughs> What's your favorite type of bourbon? <laughs> um, I like twelve-year-old Weller is my favorite, but there you go. A little pricey. You got to go over here on this side of the country and do the bourbon trail sometime. Maybe you have. I don't know. So, I did a couple years ago. Enjoyed yeah, it very I've much. done it too. Yes, indeed. So, where are you guys at? Uh, Michigan. And there's a, you know, in the Midwest here, a, a pretty good uh, APA community. And Kevin and I, um, you know, write some on this, you know, on a blog for, you know, APA. And our podcast is based around APA gaming because, you know, besides just the baseball and football, there's, you know, um, golf and soccer and hockey and things like that. So we, you know, there's, it's an interesting little kind of side hobby we kind of gotten a little bit more into, especially since the things kicked in with this pandemic. So, um, and so we had been interviewing people last week. We actually had the CEO, uh, the head of, you know, um, Apple games on, but, um, you know, we trying to get different angles and we thought a great angle would be talking to somebody like you, who's, you know, selling these cards and people sometimes are trying to move cards or acquire cards. And, um, so we really appreciate you coming on and talking with us. Yeah. And the biggest thing people are trying to do is like, we have these tournaments you know usually face-to-face tournaments and somebody wants one particular team and they don't want to go they can go buy the whole season for 75 dollars or something on the app site but they'd rather spend ten dollars or maybe even twenty dollars on the one team that they need that they're going to use in a tournament so that's that's why a lot of people like to uh, look in the secondary market for them yeah i admittedly don't know much about APA, and um a couple a month or two ago uh, I was contacted by somebody who was doing a tournament in Maryland or something like that. And he said mm-hmm. that he was putting a link to my site on his announcement mm-hmm. for yeah. the tournament and stuff like that. And I got to talk Probably to him because I was teams, curious yeah. as to 
how a tournament works, and I guess you pick your team and play with. Yeah. But uh, apparently, you guys have different levels of teams, and there are different levels of the way it's played. Well, there's a basic game and a master game. game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But sometimes you can get, uh, you know, well, there's different um, themes for tournaments. You know, maybe there's just a dead ball era tournament. Maybe it's like Kirk and I were in the tournament uh, here in Michigan earlier this year um, that was teams with like um, less than a 600 winning percentage. Okay, so that rules out a bunch of World Series teams, you know, but there's still a lot of really good teams. So sometimes they look at different things, you know, or a team that... um, you know, lost out in the playoffs, but still was a good team, you know. So, yeah, there, there's those individual teams out there that people just try to acquire that maybe they don't have the whole set. Yeah, Yeah. obviously the better teams seem to be are the ones that I actually price the most expensive because the first teams that generally disappear are the World Series teams out of each yes. yeah. And the mm-hmm. runner-up and then a team like 2001 uh, Mariners or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. Some teams that yes. were really good that didn't make it. Those are like the first exactly. ones that disappear that from team. every set. Mm-hmm. If they if they won 88, 90 games or more, they're probably a team that somebody wouldn't mind having, you know, available. And some people like to have a kind of a stockpile of tournament options. Um, but like you were also saying, there's two different types of games, and that that you know, in a different it made me think of there is a basic game and a master game for Apple Baseball. Most and, tournaments are basic, you know, and but. most are played in a basic way. And you know how the older cards have kind of less information on the top and the bottom of them for uh, kind of um, speed and arm strengths and things like that. So some you know, like actually having images of those is useful. Or at least when they were printed, you know, um, because the, there's kind of reprints that come that will have some of the, uh, they call them master game symbols on them. And sometimes you may encounter cards that may have writing on them that may have been somebody who put master game symbols on the cards. Um, yeah, that's what I come to find is, is the writings on the cards. I never knew what it meant. I just recently learned that, oh, those are the master symbols somebody put on them. Somebody was... Mm-hmm. A couple of people were real happy to have the writing with master symbols yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's okay. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if somebody's really looking for a clean set or something, well, yeah, but sometimes that can be helpful to them. And and then there's also times where a card, like they've, they've been redoing seasons, and the card may have changed in a new printing, like a 2015 printing, let's say, and they might want to play with the set that's older uh, just because maybe there's a card that – overperforms or something you know that sort or it's of thing. nostalgic to them i got that 1976 set and i'd like to have the original set that kind of thing right know. as a matter of fact we were just talking about 1979 dave kingman and his original card is much different than his current card you would get if you were to buy that set now and so somebody who played with 1979 dave kingman might want to see it that way you know so that could happen but you know i think just having the images is useful in that sense if you ever do run into uh some original sets from the uh 1950s those are very valuable make sure 50s and 60s those are very valuable yeah yeah Yeah. but you probably would figure that out i'm sure (laughs) well most of my information comes there's a find the 12 sheet that's on the apb blog that i found years ago yeah, and that's oh. like my information as to when they were published and verification. Yep, of exactly, years, that's what I use for a reference. Yeah, and also with um, I know you look for the rosters and stuff, but even for for all the um, past seasons, you know, going way back, they they still have those available in PDF form on the on the Apple website. So if you ever need those, you know. Yeah, 
Um, well, we really appreciate talking with you, Jeff, and um, we we don't need to take up any more of your time, but we, we're glad we were able to get you on. I think this is a, a very useful um, conversation that people that listen to our blog um, and – sorry, our podcast and read, our, read the blog that we write for will find <laughs> very useful. Um, so – um, well, you know, we'll, sh- I'll shoot you a link and stuff and you can, uh, check it out if you want. And, um, and we'll put a few also, uh, we have show links, you know, on our podcast and we'll put a few links to some of the stuff, including your, your store and stuff like that too. Yes. Right. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys. Have a yeah. All right. Well, um, once again, we'd like to thank Jeff Emerson for joining us from Team Sets for You. And um, I hope you found that as enlightening as we did. Um, Jeff did mention to us that if you want to purchase some cards and stuff from them, there is a coupon code, uh, 10 off, you know, 10OFF, I think all caps. It gives you 10% off his. his team uh, sets for you.com website. He, he does um, basically what Jeff explained was that his inventory is all kind of coordinated with his website, eBay and Amazon. And, you know, if somebody buys something, it instantly kind of takes it off. Um, But it, you know, it costs more to have an eBay store and things like that. So if you see it on eBay or Amazon, you know, you could just go, he tells some of his more frequent customers, just go to my website and, it's you'll save a couple bucks you know it's cheaper Mm -hmm. i have to kind of mark up stuff just to make it profitable on ebay and stuff so what i've tended to do is i'll search some of his stuff on like ebay and so forth or go right to his dot com and then um make sure i purchase it through there and then you can use that 10 off coupon code too so Mm -hmm. um you know take a look uh normally the way yeah he says is it's four dollars for shipping of whatever you do and then another 50 cents for each additional item, no more than $20, but he'll, he'll work with you on shipping. So, yeah, you know, take a pretty look. reasonable nowadays, you know, for shipping. I mean, you know, cause so if you're looking for that expensive, so yeah, that particular set, I think, I think that's nice. Um, and I, you know, I think it's interesting how he is able to kind of find some of these collections and then move them on. What's, what's good for him when it comes, I think to the, gaming community for app baseball and some football but it's a lot of baseball is you know people that can start quickly getting discouraged if you're trying to sell your own stuff these days online it sounds really Mm -hmm. great but it's a lot of work and this is Mm -hmm. what he does for a living so he's able to um put everything together and offer what people could get and i think at um respectable pricing so um, I think it's yeah. pretty it's pretty good, and I think it's a good tool and a good thing for anybody who's into it to know about. That's what people kind of want. They want individual teams. I mean, yeah, or they do want to buy season sets as well, and that's not what his thing is. I mean, there's other people out there selling those. We see some of the cards, if you search through eBay, that are individual app cards. And like he explained to us, um, you know, like you see C- OMC, which is check out my cards, which is more known for trading cards. But um, if you have a individual, you know, that has a personal, you know, 
collection of a, a certain player, like they love Carl Yastrzemski. Well, maybe they want Carl Yastrzemski's Apple cards too. We know most of us, it doesn't do me much good just have the 1970 Carl Yastrzemski Apple card. <laughs> You'd want the yeah. Red Sox team, you know? Right. But yeah. uh, some guys do want that if they're like a player collector. It's a different kind of thing. So those sometimes get... It's, uh, when when you're trying to go through eBay and and I've seen things on you know the message yeah boards where people where will people get confused um, and how there's to some search powerful ways of searching you just need to do mm-hmm. a few filters is what you need to yeah. do or just while you type it in like if I want to search for Detroit Tiger teams because I'm a Tigers fan right or something I just put I go to eBay, I type in APA, Baseball, Detroit, Tigers, and it'll show me a whole bunch of stuff. It might show me some of the, it'll just show me all that's Detroit Tiger related. Um, or if you're looking for, you're like, hey, I want to play with the 62 Mets mm-hmm. <laughs> in uh, this tournament, then you write APA, Baseball, 1962, New York Mets, and you'll see if something pops up or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of narrow it down. Some guys just write in, like, APA baseball and they get a million things or something like that mm-hmm. so there are there are ways to go about it to, you got to narrow your search to get through things you know? and on his site if you want to see all the things he does with appa and it's mo- mostly to, it's just team sets you just type appa appba and and it it, it, it they all show up pages mm-hmm. of them. so and he tries to have as much as he can out there um trying to offer almost every year that's possible so i mean that's kind of his goal but um, it's not as easy to do because um, what makes him unique is that the company only sells season sets unless you're buying, you know, a couple cards for a World Series set. Yeah, and, that's really it. And yeah. and they sell the newest, you know, kind of cuts of those. And if you're looking for version. original print of a 1970s particular team, he's really kind of the guy to go to at, at team sets for mm-hmm. you. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, it, you know, we, we're really glad we got him on and had him talk with us about that. Yeah, there's something kind of unique about having, like, an original copy of a season. Like, I, I have the 1987 season, um, which, you know, we had, you know, when we were first playing back in the 80s. And mm-hmm. I have, like, that original kind of set, and it's kind of cool. I mean, I do like the modern cards with the stats on it and the Master Game symbols and all that. And I, I do feel like the the reprinted versions and stuff usually are more accurate. Uh, but I do like the original sets. I think that's pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, know, and that's guys like, like that. Uh, we had done our um, Dave Kingman, 1979 Dave Kingman comparison, in, like we talked about earlier in this episode on APA 101. And that was a, re- a 2015 reprint, which is a double column Kingman card with, you know, two ones. Where the original, and we had a comment after we posted that, where somebody's um, comment, I can't remember who it was, but it was like, yeah. I, my first season I ever played with was 1979, and I had that card, and that Kingman card was a single column card with two ones and two fives. Yeah, at least that's and what it, he believes. He hasn't seen yeah. it for a while, but I bet you he's right. Yeah. I, I think, think that's so. a card that you might not forget as easily as others. But, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, um, that's... Um, that's the idea, you know, so, you know, we get it. Um, and, you know, we'll look at different things, you know, for our purposes. But, um, yeah, if you want that, if you want that Kingman card, that single column Kingman card, 
which I'm sure it was single column. I'm not sure if it had the two fives. Mm-hmm. I know it probably had at least one. We speculated it had. I thought it might have a four and a five, but I don't know um, because he needed to get a few triples somehow, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if only he might get too many do. triples with that four, four. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. I but can get any, you a triple sometimes. So yeah, that's true. Um, but we were speculating on it. But if you wanted the card that you played with when you were younger, and there's a nostalgic value to that, then you would want that original set. And where are you going to mm-hmm. get that? You're going to get it in a secondary market, like on Team Sets for You or something, or yep. you're going to find it on a Facebook um, kind of sale through, uh, you know, the card, you know, Facebook app, baseball card, you know, uh, group. Um, I mean, so, there are some individuals that do sell. Yes, you know, but they're not as consistent. There, not, I don't think that's right. Know. They just have an extra, or they don't want it anymore, and they put it up on eBay. Um, they're not doing it to, you know, as a mm-hmm. as a business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that was good. Um, we all always will welcome feedback um, and ideas, and. Um, if you have suggestions on people that could come in and give us new perspectives on Epic Gaming, please share those with us, and um, we'll be nice. Um, we'll just like to kind of bring them in and kind of network even further on stuff. Um, more to come with some of our newer purchases that are coming in the mail, so I'm sure on our next episode we'll talk a little bit about some of our experiences with some of the other games, um, as well as more at the baseball i'm sure as well um but but that is uh kind of the end of our episode and we appreciate you listening and um please stay healthy take care and keep rolling double take is recorded using audacity and clean feed we use Fifine USB microphones and distribute through Anchor.fm. Theme music, Funk in the Trunk, is by Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at DoubleTakeCast, or email us at DoubleTakeFeedback at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>